We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. We love the same music, believe it or not. Beautiful love songs, love classic melodies. It seemed to me that I was hearing the voice of God. In terms of lyrical craftsmanship, sheer songwriting, this album hits a new peak of professionalism. These stories are beautiful. You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. Let me tell you what like a virgin should have. Fuck you, man. If you don't like my fucking music, get your own fucking cab. Entire song. It's a metaphor for big dicks. Not a... Did you know that Whitney Houston's debut LP had four number one singles on it? Do you know that you're insane? You can have a hundred people in the room that are watching you and 99 don't believe in you and one does. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, the message is only there for the people who are meant to find it. Go like adventures, you gotta beat people and all this. It's sort of like an adventure, a big adventure. It's fun. Miss Eleanor, how are we doing? Today? Hi, good. How are you? <laughs> really good. I'm doing a lot better. The sun is out. It's shining. Um, I don't know about yeah. you. Like my mood is directly linked with the sun, or if it's raining. The weather. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Honestly, though, it it's weird. Like I'll get really excited when it rains yeah. because it kind of feels like home. Obviously, I'm from Park City, Utah, so it snowed a lot. Um, so it kind of feels homey when the weather is a little bit off, but I definitely get that spark of energy when it's sunny out and we can be outside versus now. Yeah, definitely. Me too. That's the land of the Mormons, Utah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not Mormon actually. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you've met Mormons, you've interacted with them too, right? Yeah, I definitely have. I mean, it's like. And that's the first thing people say about Utah uh-huh. is just, oh, are you Mormon? And it's, <laughs> you have to find a way to be like, no, without being incredibly like rude and disrespectful. You're like, I hate Mormons. Like, They're the worst yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, exactly. And, and it's whatever. Everyone has their beliefs and stuff. Yeah. No, they seem but, like really nice people. I don't, I don't know that much, but they seem like. Really yeah. Nice no, I mean, it was definitely weird going to school there. I went to a private day school in Salt Lake City, which was there were like no mormons where i went to school and then i grew up in park city utah which was ski town and a lot of tourists so there aren't a lot of mormons there either uh so i wasn't like directly surrounded by it but there's definitely a culture of it and it's in our history for sure so how'd you uh how'd you end up in california you know did the la city lights did they (laughs) win you over i could i I could see the smog all the way from Utah. <laughs> no, no, no. I both actually the worst air quality in the world. Like not really, but like Salt Lake and LA have oh, horrible air quality. That. They yeah. both do. Well, it's clear um, right now. It's yeah, clear as hell no, right now. now. <laughs> well, yeah. So I ended up in LA because I always actually wanted to be an actress. Um, so I started acting at a young age and came out here for TV and film kind of stuff during the summers. We'd come here for a week, uh, so I could take class. And then I went to a boarding high school in Connecticut, um, just good education. So spent four years there and actually didn't love the acting program there at all and felt super disconnected from that side of things. And it actually turned into a downward spiral where like I felt really lonely there. I felt like I didn't have my place with my friends. I felt like I didn't have that place in the theater because I wasn't like being cast. There wasn't a good, good dynamic between me and the directors really. So I spent a lot of time in the music wing um just 
singing actually a lot more covers. Like I would get out this emotion by playing someone else's song and just singing along with it. Mm. Um, and then I just in my junior year felt so depressed there, like super drained of my energy and just wanted to put everything into music. And I felt like maybe there was a way I could start making it uh, because I loved it so much. Um, started writing poetry, kind of turning words into that. And then when it came time to go to college, my high school was super big on college. It was like, where are you going? You know, everyone's going to Harvard, Yale. Uh, that my big, brother that goes, high school grad yeah. pressure. Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. Uh. Exactly. Um, my brother goes to Stanford. So it was just a lot of pressure. And when it came down to it, I just decided I really just wanted to be in L.A. and like yeah. take this thing full force and do whatever I could financially to just be here and and pursue this because you don't need you don't need a degree for it. No. Nah. Um you just need that passion. So I feel like there's a I'm lot here. of things now that you don't necessarily need a degree for anymore. You know? Like yeah. It, yeah. It, it just kind of depend like it's not how it used to be where it was like every, you you if you didn't go to college, if you didn't get a degree, then you were just like life wasn't going to be that good for you. You won't be able to get a good job. But like I think that now there's yeah. so many tools available out there um that it's just kind of like different strokes for different folks it depends on what you want to do um yeah and you can make it work if you want but um that's really interesting though like so you started with poetry you yeah. started writing poetry um, yeah i had a uh an english teacher in high school named miss kinsolving and she was a very established poet she was like the poet in residence at our school um and she you know taught us a lot about um, you know, Walt Whitman, uh, just like poets from the past. And I really felt like uh, free verse was where I found myself. Mm -hmm. And just after writing a lot of free verse poetry, I wanted to make a song. And that's actually how I wrote Highway was out oh, of yeah. like a free verse poem that I had written and Demon Mind. I just like restructured them. Um, yeah. So she really inspired me. Definitely. That's super cool. Have you did you hear? Um... Lana's new album is going to be a spoken word poetry album. That's crazy. I yeah. actually didn't hear that, which is embarrassing because I <laughs> call, call myself a huge Lana fan. Well, which... okay. I'm, I don't vibe with Lana too much. Like, she's just not my okay. thing. Like, okay. I have nothing yeah. against her. Like, whatever. My ex, like, his favorite artist was Lana. And there's always, like, this thing when you <laughs> meet someone and it's like... yeah what kind of music you're like oh they're like oh like i love lana it's like okay this is a different type of human being like this is a yeah. lana human being like <laughs> yeah, you yeah. are different i'm like always like waiting i'm like oh, okay like what are they gonna do like i'm like i'm on i keeps me on my toes i don't know why like the, it's just something about people that love lana but it's not a bad thing but yeah no like no, her it's true it's true it's a little like cult honestly and i actually had a conversation with my other friend who's in music and he was like how big you're gonna get is to be determined but yeah. what i know you will be is a lana del rey figure where it's yeah. like you have your cult your cult your fans will always follow you and they'll always love you and how big you want to be is how big you choose which i think she does really really well well i mean you already kind of have that like your instagram like honestly yeah. like i i it's kind of like an it's inspirational because like every single Thank post you. you've got yeah you're welcome you've got like <laughs> 150 200 300 400 people commenting and like because they, they like yeah. you a lot like they're engaging with you they feel a connection with you as an artist already um yeah. and i think that's super special like thank you yeah i know it's tough to keep up it's uh 
it's just one of those things where I feel upset off of social media because mm-hmm. that's where I feel like I can connect with people who really understand me, which is the people who like my music. But then I feel sometimes bad when I'm on social media so much because I'm like, oh, I'm not really interacting with the people in my immediate life. So it's definitely that balancing act of interacting. It's it's weird. Like this social media thing is just weird. It's different. Like, I, I think a lot of people try to think of it as like, it's this new strange thing where the rules of human interaction are different because it looks different on the surface. But I mean, mm. honestly, I think that it's more of just like, it's just a magnification of like, what is there? Like people totally. like, okay. Like people say like, Oh, like you dress up and you put on makeup or whatever. You like Photoshop your pictures. Cause you like want to look good or whatever. And it's like all fake. It's like, dude, like, you know, people go outside and they dress up really nice and they put up makeup and they wear their best clothes, like going out in public, they, they want to look their best. Like, and I don't see how wanting to do that in your pictures or on Instagram is any different, Hmm. you know? No, it's an interesting perspective because you don't think about that all the time. People just kind of hate because they're, you know, people always find something to hate on. Yeah. Like you're too, you're too relaxed with it. And then, oh, you'll never be anything because you don't take it seriously and you're posting stupid stuff and yeah. you're whatever. Or you're like getting dressed up all the time and you're doing cool color edits and you're really trying hard and everyone's, oh, she's a try hard. She's a, especially, you know, I'm just going to say like, especially being a woman. I mean, anything, literally anything you do is criticized. Yeah. So it's like, do what you want to be like that's just how i've built yeah. my platform it's tough and not it's to get tough. me wrong there's been a lot of i've done fake stuff like people are like we can all fall in victim to yeah. that where yeah. i posted you know for the past couple of years just po- photos that i didn't even really like just because like, oh this will get someone's attention and then right. i just stopped right. and that's when it truly built from there yeah and, and it's just like real life like you, you you've been at a party or like in a conversation and you say something that you don't really feel, you don't really believe, or you're like, why did I say that? Like, I was just trying to like get someone's attention or whatever. And it's like, that has been happening since the dawn of time. People have been like that all the time. Like we're all working on, you know, being our most authentic self and it takes time. Mm -hmm. It takes practice. And um, yeah. So I'm very positive about social media. I think that there's, it can, it does a lot of good. Like some of my best friends and stuff have come from, social media and meeting them but um no i love that i love that perspective especially from you i consider you very wise (laughs) so i'm 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 all right um (laughs) no i just i've been through i don't know i've just always been like a thinking person but i don't it gets me into trouble sometimes I, i overthink like i get in my head all the time me too me too it's it's rough it's rough um but like no so lana's new album is called violent bent backward violet bent backwards over the grass and it's just going to be like all poets it's going to be like spoken word poetry to music and um the what i kind of i kind of think of it like i think it's going to sound like i don't know what but i think it's going to sound like andrea gibson do you know who andrea gibson is i actually don't so she Honestly, I didn't really know who she was either. Um, I somebody posted on their story, and I was just like, "Huh, I want to check out what this song is." Like, that's what I want to do. Like, I always do that whenever post somebody posts somebody that I follow. Ugh, my words are all messed up. Whenever somebody posts <laughs> music on their story, 
Yeah. I always try to listen to it because it's like such a great way to discover new music. I um, love that. So somebody posted this, Andrea Gibson. It's called Good Light. Um, I wanna, there's a really cool line I want to read. Um, I can't play the song because yeah, I don't no have permission, but I want to, I want to. So basically the poem is about like finding, she's finding someone special and um, she's learning to say yes again and like learning to like fall, let herself fall, fall in love again. Um, and she kind of, she kind of likens that back to going, like it's called good light. So she likens it back to her birth and like when you are, when you first come into the world, you discover this new light. Um, and that's when you learn to say yes and no, and there's pain and suffering that goes along with it. It's kind of like, she's playing with these two themes that, which I think are like really cool. Um, I think you do the same with, um, what was the song? Demon, um, demon mind, demon mind. You kind of do the same thing. There's like this duality of it where it's like, you have to like, you have to experience like pain in order to like experience like joy. There needs to be like darkness for there to be light. There needs to be like, like. Like there needs to be hate for there to be love, that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So, no, I love that. I play with that a lot in my music, actually, and I think that that's part of feeling broken. Mm. Is like you can never. I have yet to be able to sit us down and write a song strictly about the feeling of joy, happiness, or love. It's mm-hmm. always contradicted by by something else playing as yeah. well. You can play, you can like play with that theme too. It's like totally. really, it's really interesting. And it's, it's sort of like, it unravels itself. Um, yeah. So let me see here. I'm trying to find what, like, what would be like. Okay. So it starts out like this. So she says, though, I don't remember. I remember my birth was my first. Yes. Though I was pushed. Yes. Though there was screaming. Yes. Though the light hurt, yes. I wanted the yes to last forever so badly. Later on, I told myself, we're built like drums. We couldn't make songs. If we had never been hit, it was a desperate theory. I just think that's really cool. Wow. Like, like, because it's like she's Mm -hmm. likening the pain that comes with childbirth and coming into the world to this being this like new light, but pain was necessary for that light to shine through. Um, Which, yeah. It's super cool, but there's also just so many ways you can take that as far as what I took as with the drums, had mm-hmm. they never pushed you to feel the drums. So I actually looked at it as pain too. Like she felt she was confused. Like when you come into the earth, mm-hmm. there's like the yes coming from everyone around you, but you're what the hell is happening? And perhaps she makes the music that she was driven by society to make through the pain that she had felt, which is like, if she had never felt that pain inflicted by others, that one drum beat, she wouldn't be making music in the first place. Yeah. Mm. That's true. That's true. It, so, like, I, I always kind of think that's, that's scary. Like, when you're, when you're writing music and it's, like, something painful. Yeah. Like, what, what do you do when, you're, when you sit down to write a song? Does an idea just, like, grab you? And then you run with it or? It's so weird because I had always planned what I would say when someone asked me that. And then the only answer that you can say is literally that it's so beyond unplanned. Like there are ways that that you can plan to make a song where if I've sat down to write two segments and I want to combine them, if I've written a verse and a chorus 
like separately and I want to combine them, then I really think about the the motifs kind of and how I can connect everything to make a, so- a, a song that makes sense. Sometimes I'll sit down and I'm honestly just in so, I feel so many emotions run to me about this current moment that it's so easy to piece things together. And then sometimes it's the exact opposite. Like I just got out of a relationship and I find that it's hard to write about it for the first time ever, it's hard for me to write about boys because I feel so many emotions at the same time towards this person that yeah. I can't even figure out where to start. Yeah. So honestly, when I sit down to write a song, it has to be in that perfect moment of not feeling too much emotion and not feeling completely withdrawn so that I'm able to analyze how I felt when I was really like in the heat of the pain or in the heat of the joy or in the heat of whatever. And I'm also able to kind of feel it a little bit as well. Analyze and feel to write the perfect song is how I look at it. And that might make no sense, but for me, it's the method. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, man. It's the emotions can overwhelm you. Like sometimes you're just in your head and you've got all of these feelings you don't know what to do about them and it's like right if you can write excuse me if you can write about it if you can even like you said earlier where you can just like sing somebody else's song mm-hmm. it just helps and then you're just like oh i feel so much better like yeah <laughs> like you know like i was learning to play uh when quarantine was first happening i was like i'm gonna learn how to play piano on it so i started learning piano and i was starting to learn uh, like falling by harry styles and cool. Every single time, even when I was, I didn't even play it good when I was first starting out. Like I played like shit and I sounded terrible. I still don't sound that amazing. But <laughs> That's okay. It's just for fun, you know? And um, yeah, but once you get done like playing it, if you're like, oh my God, I feel so much better. It's like so therapeutic, you know? Like, yeah. And I think that's super special. I think that's really, really nice too. Um, it's weird how it does that. Cause I, I actually, it's weird that you said that honestly, cause I, Falling by Harry Styles came on last night just on shuffle. Really? And it, yeah. And I remember when that song came on and just feeling an energy, like feeling yeah. better afterwards, but feeling like when I was listening to the song, I had to listen to it at that moment to right. really understand what I was going through. Right. It's isn't it weird how like there's stuff that ha- like there's this synchronous stuff that happens. It's like completely unrelated, but there it's like they're weird, weird mm-hmm. things that happen at the same time. Like, like it, can you think of like something uh that like like a weird coincidence? Like the okay, so like last week I was uh this is this is a dumb story. This is stupid, but I think it's really interesting. It's really cool. Okay, <laughs> no, I love um, it because this kind of shit happens to me all the time, and honestly, I think it's cool as fuck, and we can't really explain it. Um, but so the other day it was like eight o'clock at night and i'm like i'm craving some i'm craving some cookies or whatever so i go to the grocery mm-hmm. store i'm gonna bake some cookies and then like as i'm in the grocery store i'm like i'm gonna get these like entenmann's chocolate donuts i haven't <laughs> eaten these things since i was like a kid right mm-hmm. they're really bad for you um but i'm like you know what i just feel for some reason i feel like i want these donuts um so whatever i go i get the donuts i go home um the next morning i call my mom i haven't talked to my mom in like a week at that point and i was like i just ate four donuts and she's like oh my god that's crazy last night we were just talking about donuts and i sent her a picture and it was the 
the donuts, the Entenmann's donuts, and she knows what they are. And she was like, oh, my God, we were just talking about those donuts last <laughs> night. She was like, I want That's those weird. donuts. And I was like, what time that was, was like, wait, last night, like, when were you talking about this? She's like, I don't know, like, around seven or eight or something. I'm like, oh, my God, I was literally just out of the blue, <laughs> this desire Eating for these, these donuts. donuts. Well, I haven't yeah. I hadn't bought them in years. I haven't thought about them in years. Um, I, her and I haven't talked about them in years. And it's like... What are the odds mm. that we thought of that same thing, like, at the same time? Right. It's serendipitous. I think it's really cool. I think it's Maybe really cool. I got to go try some of those donuts. <laughs> Jeez. Making well, me hungry over here. No, they're, they're terrible for you, but they're really good. But um, anyways, <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's really cool when, when stuff is serendipitous like that. Like, I just want to roll with it. But, um... Okay, so I want to play first. I want to play one of your songs. Um, okay. So I know that Highway is one of your most popular songs, right? Yeah, H- Highway is super special because I feel like that's the most connection to fans or supporters is, is that song. And that's the song that's gotten me the most, you know, DMs or, or just comments of support and and connection to who i am as an artist and connection between me and whoever supports my music is my most important thing so i think highway would i would say it's the most special song because it created that connection Mm -hmm. that's really special i okay i like highway my favorite is problematic because i'm hips i'm hipster and so i can't do the most popular i love that (laughs) no i love that honestly i love that and i love everyone who loves problematic too i always say it's it's like personalities with right. demon mind it's kind of that like oh you like lana del rey personality right. so if someone says i like demon mind i'm like oh, okay like you're that part of me that's right. really right. special you know right. Right. and right. then problematic you're right it's like the hipster like i like pop but in like a hipster way and and, and highway is just like I want to have fun. Right. And, and this is highway. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to play problematic first and, and we'll, we can, we'll play the other yeah. ones. I love after, that. But uh, let's start with, uh, this is problematic by Eleanor Kingsington. Back to me once to see who's taking your piss. Who the fuck lives in Boston and why are you all up in it? Say not to worry, just give it time. I'm going crazy, OZ on your line. But I don't care, babe, just get away. Cause I'm falling deeper and deeper down into your lies. When you leave to come back, just linger. I'm first to run every time to the guy who slid off diamonds over eyes. Tendencies like the wild night. Don't tell me you'll never ever leave again. Or that she's not just a friend. Touch me, I'm the one who can wait to make history. And you're making me a problematic queen. Gotta push and pull it, I can't even breathe. Cause you're making me so problematic. Blaming it on bad timing. I can tell that this is just a game. You tell me I'm what you want, then flip me off like road rage. Killing myself to get back to you is more than you'll ever do. And you never knew, never gave it time. But I don't care, babe. Cause I'm falling deeper and deeper down into your lies. When you leave, it come back just to linger. I'm first to run every time to the guy who slid off diamonds over eyes. Tendencies like the wild night. Don't tell me you'll never ever leave again. 
or that she's not just a friend Tell me I'm the only guy to make history And you're making me a problematic we Got a push and pull it, I can't even breathe Cause you're making me so problematic that song like i remember i remember when we first i think when we first met that was one of the songs you played and um i was like yeah i really yeah. vibe with this like this is like really chill um it's crazy that we're even like here now like that was almost like a year ago and it was like i would I never have thought like that this would be the situation we're in no i know and i you know i appreciate you keeping in touch and um and and telling me that you, you like it and listening and continuing to listen like it, it honestly it keeps me going when people yeah, do that especially yeah. people that i know and have met so it feels like it's for a reason of course of serendipitous thing yeah i i i think that um your i think that people come into your life for a reason everyone comes into your life for a reason you don't really know what it is yet and sometimes it takes a while to figure it out um but so okay so problematic um i really love that like guitar solo part in the end I yeah think it's like really unique <laughs> like it, it it breaks it up and it makes it kind of different and special um because like, i'm not expecting it um it kind of reminds me of like a john mary like continuum like back in he used to do like the continuum in his continuum album he used to do like these like soulful like powerful like um mm-hmm. electric guitar kind of things and i really i really like that um so what 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 were your kind of feelings like going into that like making that song yeah so i mean so for that part specifically actually i had recorded a voicemail to i was in the booth and my producer for the bridge we didn't know what to put there and and i was like here let me just record a voicemail of how i feel to this person let me let it out that voicemail ended up being too uh too rated r i think to make it into a, a pop song um, there's never too rated r for a pop song it, i showed my family <laughs> they said eleanor i don't know i don't know if you really even want this and i was like you're right so me and my producer decided you know we had already had all of our sessions for the song we weren't sure what to do and he's a phenomenal guitar player and he was like here let me try to i can figure something out because uh electric guitar is one of my favorite uh instruments like the violin so we just wanted to make something you know our goal wasn't to make a poppy song it was to be alternative and that was something that we could insert there just to give it a little bit of edge and and to show that different 
honestly i'm influenced a lot by rock and like we mm -hmm. wanted to show kind of like a chill rock vibe there so mm -hmm. but going into the actual song verse one um it's like you you got me inspecting the earth to see who's taking your pics who the fuck lives in boston why are you all up in it um that that is true i honestly saw a picture i i sat down to write the song because i saw a picture of this guy who i was with at the time when i was near new york and he was in boston for the weekend and i had no idea why and i saw in the mirror i saw a girl holding the phone to take his picture so i was i had become such a crazy person where i was inspecting the mirror behind him mm. to see who was there to take his picture and i just felt like oh my god you're making me crazy you're making me at such a young age i was 17 when i wrote this song you're making me at such a young age go boy crazy and feel like this is what love is and feel like this is you know i should love you even though you don't even give me the time of day and you're not even around and you just go to boston without telling me Right. And I know that this is going to affect me in future relationships. I know that this is going to make me a problematic person who has trust issues since you're like my first love. Yeah. And that's, that was the inspiration for the song. Mm. Um, that's, that's super interesting. That's really deep too. Um, there's so, oh, there's yeah. so much, there's so much there. See, this is what I love. You and I have talked about this before. I love about your music is yeah. it's like very real. Like it's very like totally. raw and it's like based off like really there's a there's a tight connection between like your actual experiences which, yeah which i think is super cool you're like yeah i yeah. know like yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> no. it's crazy no i it there is and i try to be you can tell with that taking that realness but also that poetry because obviously mm. you know it's you got me inspecting mirrors um say not to worry just give it time i'm going crazy od on your line but i don't care babe just give it away like you, you're going crazy over diamonds over ice i try mm -hmm. to take these metaphorical concepts and then mix them with the real mm -hmm. so that it's not just a soap opera of right, me saying right. oh this is my life and this is what's happening <laughs> right but but yeah. still being real see that it's so that's what i love about music is one of the things i love about music there's many things is that it kind of reveals this like this stuff that you never thought of before, like this shit, like you never like came across your mind. Um, but it's like, I think it's like really interesting. Like what are the, th like we all do crazy things when we're like falling for someone or we catch feelings for someone <laughs> or we're in love with someone. Like, yeah, we just like it, love makes you do crazy shit, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it does, it does. Uh, it makes you go so crazy that you, release your first song at 17 talking about your current relationship you have no fans <laughs> i mean neither like i had no fans i had nobody i just released a whole diss track with not a fan or a dime to my name about a boy who obviously knew it was about him mm -hmm. like that's embarrassing you know that could be very embarrassing i've always wondered that like these even like really do it when you hear like a song written yeah. about you like whether you're even if you're like a celebrity or whatever yeah and you're like that yep that song's about me <laughs> and you're just like there's this girl like they broke up and she's just like like ariana grande she <laughs> broke up with pete davidson like he listens to uh he yeah. listens to the, her music on the radio all the time like, yep that's about me like no totally. i i love pete davidson i love that you brought that up he's my favorite comedian he's funny. i love ariana grande as well she's amazing um, did you did I you watch his, both. did you watch his new special pete davidson i did i did <laughs> it's funny <laughs> but yeah i like, love the bit where he's talking about like the gay guys like how like gay guy, like gay guys get a pass like they can like yeah. smack a girl's like 
ass or whatever because they're gay and they get yeah. a pass but it's like if it's straight dudes wouldn't do the same thing it, it's just super funny he's then, like oh all of a sudden today he decided to come out because yeah. i i'm on his kick are we sure are we sure yeah go so go watch funny. his go, you guys go watch his special because it's, it's really funny but he rips into it ariana is. grande too a little bit he does i think fair i think fair enough i love ariana um yeah. but i think even she would say fair enough because i mean it's a form of not ripping into somebody, but it's a form of self-expression yeah. when as artists we take we take our moments and we write a song about it. And like he said, stand up for him is that is that artistic expression. Right. So if she does it, he can do it. You yeah. know? I mean and she wrote songs about him too, so it's fair game. Like <laughs> his name is in a song. His name is I in know, a song. I know. And, and, and he's like, yeah, that's Thank you, you know, next. Like a regular you friend. imagine every time <laughs> Thank You Next comes on the radio, like up legendary but, but anyway um okay so what was i gonna say um okay so what i love about that is like problematic it's it's weird because are you you brought up something that i've i've gone through too where it's like you're in a situation and you know that this situation is gonna like have an impact on you or it's like gonna fuck you up and like while it's yeah. happening you know that it's like down the road you can see like how mm -hmm. this is going to impact you but there's nothing you can do to like stop it like in that moment like you said he was like your first boyfriend right like he was the first yeah and you're like you were like thinking like this is how it's going to affect me like this way down the road mm -hmm. yeah so. it, like i said you know it's a lot of self-reflection and it's not just oh this is what's happening in the moment it's saying you know this is what you might potentially make me feel down the road and i'm really excited because my song coming out in june which is i'm actually allowed to say a date um oh yes is about you know it's still about guys i have songs not about guys but this song is about a guy who i've been with since those songs um and it's really more about female empowerment and and not only that just empowerment in general when getting over a breakup with anybody and and someone who tears you down and, and tells you that you'll never be anything that you'll never amount to anything my ex literally told me i was trash at music That's more times up. than i can count towards mo mostly towards the end of our relationship because mm -hmm. i feel like when you when you think you're losing a grip on somebody a grip that you purposefully try to own them uh you say things that are hurtful to make them feel like they still need you. And I wrote that song after that, when he told me, you know, I would pack it up, I would leave LA, I wouldn't make this music. I was like, actually, I'm gonna write my first hit and it's gonna be about you. Um, yeah, I love that, you go girl. <laughs> that's what that song, that's what that song's about. And, you know, it was picked up, I got a contract for it. So I'm really excited for that to come out and just kind of show that transition from problematic of like, I'll always be upset and I'll always need you to feel something to like the new era of no, you said all of this, you did all of this and, right. and I'm going to pick up the pieces and I'm going to be okay by myself. Yeah. So. Congratulations on getting Thank a contract for that. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Good I'm excited. I'm excited. I feel really amazing. I'm like, what a bigger, is. what a bigger, like, fuck you. No, right. Like, <laughs> like right? not only yeah. am I going to make this a song, yeah. but we're going to get a contract for it too. Yeah. Like, we're we're so. going to get a contract for it. We're going to put it out and um 
you know, just show that we've grown from the situation. And I appreciate, honestly, I want to take a second to say that I appreciate this platform that you've made. I think it's super special. I mean, as someone who's been in music for, you know, almost two years now, feeling like this is the first time I've ever been able to sit down and really voice my thoughts about life in general, but also my music specifically is really special. So yeah, You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. That yeah. means a lot. It's yeah, cool. I, podcasts are cool. Yeah, podcasts are cool as fuck. Like, <laughs> honestly. And yeah. I love I love I love meeting people and I love talking about music. So I'm like, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, let's just do it. Let's just talk about life and music and you yeah. know, give you, you guys, like you as a rising artist, like an ability yeah. to talk about your music. Cause there's like so much fucking music out there. It's like I'm never gonna listen to all of it. No. And so I wanna know like I want you to tell me why your music is special, like so we can have a connection and then, you know, I can integrate it into my life and and stuff like that. Um, Okay. So I, I really cannot wait for your new single. Are you going to do a new EP or or, or are you working on an EP or we're just on the single right now? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're doing an EP and we're make we're building up to make one. The thing about the contract is it's technically a single deal. So it's for one song. So we're going to okay. see how that goes and kind of navigate from there. But me and my producer are always working. I mean, we have songs yeah. in the vault ready. So once we feel, you know, like we've built up enough support for the singles that we put out, we're just going to take six records or something like that, that we really love yeah. and put and them all the together. Vault. The right. Eleanor Disney vault. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> A new, um, a new Netflix for music. <laughs> okay, let's play Highway. I want to play Highway really quick. Okay. Right. This is your most popular song, Eleanor, uh, Problematic by Eleanor Kingston. Yeah. Oh, it's been a long Ride, pull me forward, skin pressed in, collide. Don't wait for a red light. Hold me up, don't lose grip, just glide. Feel the breeze pass by every time. City lights glow, close, fresh smell. All the rose and the cigs outlined are closed So many toxins in your brain Your tongue spits what it always wanted to say But I don't wanna hear it Take a drive with me Down the fast lane of my body Don't waste my time Talking about how much you love me Pull me closer before it's over Play those games like who's there and who wants to run The retro sound blast through your red station wagon Fading out thoughts, our chest a whisper But we don't utter a word While fog smudges out the repercussions Feel the breeze pass by every time City lights glow, close, fresh smell 
All the rose and the cigs outline are closed So many toxins in your brain Your tongue spits what it always wanted to say But I don't wanna hear it Take a drive with me Down the fast lane of my body Don't waste my time Talking about how much you love me Pull me closer before it's over I wanna ride it until the end Cover lines down your body It's a highway I don't want to end Ooh, yeah Follow me Take a drive with me Down the fast lane of my body Don't waste my time Talking about how much you love me Pull me closer before it's over I wanna ride it until the end Cover lines down your body It's a highway I don't want to end Don't wanna find out what you're trying to get through to my brain Don't wanna find out what you're trying to get through to my brain really like that song too even though problematic is like my fave but like highway i really like too <laughs> i like you. that little mo motorcycle sound that you do mm -hmm. towards the end like yeah. a car sound i don't know i don't know what it is but um <laughs> okay talk, talk talk about that song a little bit like um, take us behind the curtain like yeah that song i feel like is just another aspect of the dating the the kind of introduction to love that i had when i was a teenager um mm. and that was just like hookup culture and that was yeah. something i was very accustomed to was just feeling like a hookup and never mm -hmm. feeling like anybody cared about my emotions i always feel like i was kind of lonely in that i had a select few amount of friends but never had a group or anything right. and i and i feel like the guys i was with never really took me in, and integrated me into their group or tried to introduce me to people it was always just a booty call to be honest and mm. i i really feel that and that is why i made a song completely flipping the switch why sit and write a song another yet another pop song about feeling like the booty call and feeling like oh no one will ever love me why not write mm -hmm. a song about okay fine i will be the you know f boy too i will be right. i don't know if we're allowed to swear on here so i'm trying of course you are <laughs> okay, please do okay. i'll be I, i'm like not sure if you're like bleeping me out or not i can be a little crazy but no i'm I, i'm like i can be the fuck boy too you know like take yeah. a drive with me boy like let's go then like yeah. you don't have the right and the privilege to tell me you love me and i'm sitting around waiting for you to tell me you love me or waiting for you to care about my emotional stability no okay right. you know what all right like you will never and i will never and if this is the exchange that we're doing of no emotions then okay two can play at that game let's go and let's make it an anthem it's weird okay it's weird i, I love that you're i love that you're talking so openly about hookup culture because i think it's like super fascinating it's super interesting yeah um like 
do, do you think like, I don't know, like, do you think you can feel like you can keep your feelings like tight, like, like up, like not feel anything? Like it's a, it's, it's. Do I personally, or do I think it's possible for humans? Both. I, I think anything's possible for humans. Like I will never no. doubt the human species to be able to do something and not feel something. Maybe that's right. the, that's someone's past. Maybe, right. you know, they can't open up or they, they've turned off that emotion because they've been hurt before, or maybe they're right. just at a point in their life where, you know, they still, you know, want to be like participating in that, but don't want to fall in love. But for me, that is incredibly hard. It is incredibly yeah. hard for me to do. I, I fall in, not fall in love. I've never really been in love, I don't think, but it's just, I, I, I clutch on to people. And I, if yeah. you matter to me, you really matter to me. Yeah. And that's why I keep it very small. So I tell yeah. the people that I'm with, like, if you get to this point where you really matter to me, trust like i would do a lot of things for you and i want the same reciprocation and mm -hmm. i want to feel that love back and so it's very hard for me to be in a circumstance with someone who doesn't let me in who doesn't who just wants a hookup i can't do it because right. i and that's weird because i wrote highway saying i can but i can't i'd rather just not participate you know right. if i can't if i can't really have that person be my person then, you know, I, I have a lot of things to do. I can't be right. spending time on that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that it, it's, it's weird though. It's weird because my thing is like, if I want to be, if I'm going to be kind of like an adult about it, I'm like, we can like, we can have it just be like a one-time thing, but that doesn't mean that we can't still be like human beings. Like we can't still treat, like we can't like have, like we can still mm -hmm. be genuine and have a conversation and like whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And, but that can be just it for that moment or whatever. But I think sometimes people just kind of scared, like get kind of scared. When, yeah. Like there's this like hookup mask that you put on and there's like these, these three or four things that you can talk about. And like, there's this mm -hmm. like, script that you go along and if you deviate from the script just slightly or a little bit um it's like oh like like what are you doing like you broke the rules or like whatever and it's like i, I don't know like i'm not a big rule person i don't like rules me neither me neither i'm like why like can't we just like can't yeah. we just have it be like a one-time thing and like we still have like a cool chill conversation or like whatever like i don't know Human yeah, beings I, are weird. <laughs> it can be it can be like to each his own, you know, yeah. and like you see with the college thing, like you see with the relationships thing, I certainly don't follow a real rule book and you know yeah. how it goes is how it goes. And I think right. it's fair that I, I think highway definitely you know reaches these people because it's true for a lot of people yeah, right now. It, res it resonates. It resonates. Yeah. Um like we like millennials, we are the first um, we're the first ones dealing with like this new dating, like technology stuff. And it's like, it's hard. Like mm -hmm. never in human history have we all been able to swipe through like hundreds of potential sexual partners <laughs> in an hour. Right. 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 Never, never in human history have we been able right. to do that. And it's like, if you wanted to, you could hook up with a different person every single day. You could hook yeah. up with three people a day. Like if you totally. really wanted to get crazy, no, and it's totally. like, we're figuring this out. I feel like there aren't really any rules. Like it's just, you know, it's a little bit of chaos. Like you're yeah, just trying I'll, to figure it out. 
like all I ask for and all I'll ever ask for is complete honesty because I think at that point no one can go wrong like if you're totally honest about what you want and they're totally honest about what they want if what you guys want doesn't align then you're not meant for each other it doesn't mean someone's right or someone's wrong you know what about what about like when you hook up with someone but then like you might like start catching feelings a little bit oh that sucks right right (laughs) like like what about like oh they're just gonna be a hookup like whatever oh shit like i actually really like them like we vibe like really well fuck like now what like yeah (laughs) no that's yeah that's tough because you know obviously it has to be mutual for that to end up working out um yeah but I think that's part of what the songs that we've already talked about are about, like Highway yeah. Problematic. It's when I did, when I was, when I really right. liked someone and either they were feeling it and were horrible at, at, at showing it or they didn't feel it at all. And, right. and that was my way of coping with it. There's the way of saying, I'll always be problematic for you. I'll always adjust for you. Yeah. And then there's the way of saying, okay, cool. If you can play this game, I'll shut down emotionally as well. And we'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting in LA too, because I feel like the number one thing about LA is that people aren't genuine and it's hard to have like <laughs> genuine connections with people. Yeah. And it's true because like, even if like once you've gone through LA and you've been in it in a while, you sort of get like this, I don't know, like once the rose colored glasses have come off and you've gotten hurt a couple times or burnt a couple times, um, even when someone genuine like comes along, there's always like this part of you in the back of your head where you're like, is that, are they real? Like, <laughs> yeah. is that real? Like, yeah. like, is this real? Like, what, what, are they going to ghost me? Like, are they genuine? Like, whatever. Like, what was that? And, and it's like, it almost is like, it perpetuates the lack of authenticity in a way. Mm-hmm. Because like, even when someone authentic comes along, you just have like so many walls up or whatever, um, that it's like, they can't even, they can't get through. Um, I don't know. That's just what I've no. That's I've seen true, and, and it's and it's weird. It's scary too, because then you shut down, and yeah. you become someone who, well, not everyone, but you know, I know for me, I can say after being burnt a few times in LA or feeling, oh, that's just another person lost. I was like, okay, right. who do I need but myself? Just me all the time. And no, right. humans don't work like that. You know, I'm yeah. super fortunate to have a stable family and, and a really great family situ- like family support system. But, you know, you have to let people in and you have and I think that's part of why we kind of stayed friends and kept talking for this long. Yeah. We yeah. always found that realness within each other. And right. so it was like, let's, you know, keep this link, you know, regardless of yeah. how many times we can actually meet up or whatever. But continuing that with the people who who are real is how you right. how you survive this place. It's how you survive. Sure. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's really important when you find someone who's genuine in LA. You better grab and hold on to them, like because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you yeah. know, it's like it's like gold. It's, it's like it means a lot. Um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. But what uh, what do your streams look like for those two songs, Highway and Problematic? Yeah, so they're both actually around 70-something thousand on Spotify. They both averaged around there. Um, Obviously, I haven't released anything in a while. 
Um, but yeah, those streams, highways at 75,000, problematics at 70,000, nice. demon mines at 15K. So yeah, I mean, it's a really good start. I would say for my three songs at a point where I had no idea, I had no connections in the music industry. I was coming from a small town where I was raised in an even smaller town where I went to high school in um, with pretty much my only real connections were connections to university and college. So right. I had to kind of navigate the waters of finding good marketers and people to work with. And thankfully I did. And, and we were able to get those streams up, but, you know, hopefully now with learning and, and growing and building the fan base a little bit, hopefully it'll just be more exponential than when I took that break, that period of time off, which was really hard. So, yeah besides uh okay so first for the lana fans like do you have like a favorite lana song or a song that you listen to you're listening to right now of hers yeah so my favorite lana is old lana mm-hmm. um i will always love national anthem her collaboration with asap rocky for the music videos one of my favorite music videos ever mm-hmm. um i really love i want to find i switched from apple music to spotify so i lost all of no, my old go back, I know. To, go back to apple music i know <laughs> i know I, ha- I have to have all of the streaming apps now because people send me like music all the time and i just can't like i should have done that it's expensive i, it's really expensive, but I just I, for me i love music so I, it's just like it's worth it but um but yeah i really like 13 beaches diet okay. diet mountain dew like going through now born to die yeah just all the old ones for me norman mm-hmm. fucking rockwell was not it for me but yeah. that's okay um you know what's even more like i am die hard for halsey die hard yeah die hard <laughs> me too. Me too. Uh, she is my main inspiration just in life let alone in music um specifically lyrically and actually her latest album was also not it for me in the manic? way that you didn't like manic not it for me as much as the other ones were and i say mm-hmm. that as a proud holy fan i actually got the spotify uh stats and i'm in the top one percent of her streaming fans whatever so Wait, i'm not really? fake yeah i'm not <laughs> fake i just don't like manic like and i don't dis it's not that i dislike it hard i just really had such a love for badlands for um hopeless fountain kingdom where they they actually convinced me and influenced me to start making music in the first place and it's hard to top that it totally is hard to top that i understand um but yeah yeah. no no no. so i've talked about i've talked about manic on here like a bunch of times like i have that album repeat i just listened to it yesterday actually oh really um yeah i just listened to the whole thing yesterday i was listening to halsey a bunch yesterday first time in like two or three weeks um, I what I really love off of uh, Hopeless Fountain Kingdom is Alone and Bad at Love. Okay, yeah, Bad at Love is one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, the acoustic version is really good too. To oh, sweet! I'll check that out. Yeah, she does like a live acoustic stripped down version. Um, by the way, have you ever thought of doing like a stripped down version or like a, a live performance kind of thing? Yeah, we're actually going to be doing a whole lot of that um, with the new songs. Every time a new song comes out, we're going to, my producer and I are going to sit down and strip it down, do an acoustic version. We're starting to film covers now, so that's giving us more of an idea of how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does beatboxing. He's super talented, plays a bunch of instruments. So I think we can definitely set up 
and acoustic. Uh, so the new, sing- the, the new single, um, are you going to do a music video? I know you already did one for yeah. Problematic, but are you planning to do a music video? Because that'd be cool. Yeah, we're doing music videos for pretty much every song I put out. That's the goal. Um, yeah. So I'm working with videographers right now on concepts. We have a really sick concept of a bunch of really weird things happening to my face in close-up. Uh, just like a very uncomfortable video to watch. Um, mm of altering me to make me perfect is pretty much what i can say on that front um did you did you say the name of the the new single yet or do you not want to or are you holding it back still i'm holding that one back uh just because it has it's it's the the name of this song is not in a single lyric of the song it's just kind of sarcastic the name of the song is sarcastic um okay okay yeah I can be really sarcastic, so I'm probably going to like this song a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I yeah, really don't no, I mean, it, I'm excited. I'm excited for everyone to hear it. And then more importantly is after that song, it's just going to be a lot of music from there. So regardless mm-hmm. of people's favorite or ones they gravitate more, there will be a bunch. So mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, okay, so. Let me think. There was something else I wanted to ask you about, but I'm trying to remember. Um, so we're waiting. We're going to do the new, um, the new single in June. And then yeah. we've got a new EP with a music video coming along sometime after that. It sort of depends. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, see, uh, this is the thing with art. It's really hard to force art. Like it either comes yeah. in the moment and then y- you've got it. Like every single time I've tried to force something, it, do- it doesn't work. Like something creative, it does not work out well. Like, yeah. It just no i agree um i definitely agree i think that's the hardest part about songwriting is if i have to, if i have to force it i will just not write the song because i know it's not i know it's not a good song if i'm sitting there really analyzing how i'm going to write it and what i'm going to write about it's not natural and that's the whole thing about my art is just being natural with it and being vulnerable and raw and all these words that i say all the time but it's it's true um right. can't force it and yeah yeah very cool i'm really interested to see what comes out of the quarantine like all of the art and the music and stuff um yeah like like troy Sivan wrote a new song um you sent it to me um i forget the name of it um let me I'm yeah his new record um Take yourself home. Yeah, that's it right there. I was gonna play it, but no, that's I'm so tired. But I didn't. Vi- I didn't really vibe with his new single, honestly. Um, I know, I know, like you sent it to me. You really like it. Um, yeah. It okay. It's cool. Okay. I always try and find positive of something, but I think it's cool because it's like he's like a synthy pop kind of artist. Yeah. And this is like a blend of like synth pop with like punk synth. Like mm-hmm. it, it's like a really cool, interesting blend of those two things. Um, That's probably why I like it because those are my two favorite things in music. Uh, yeah. And he is a huge inspiration for me as well. Like lyrically, his song "Suburbia" is one of my favorite concepts of you know mm. if someone from my past, from my old hometown, hears my song on the radio, will you turn it up? 
you know right. i think that's the coolest concept and i and I, I i like what he did i obviously you know i love his song just because i think artists are always trying to find ways to evolve and to become you know something different while holding on to the best parts of themselves and i think that's kind of mm -hmm. what he was trying to do and just bring in that punk concept while sticking to those lyrical you know roots that he has in pop yeah. Yeah, he, he was a big inspiration for me, too. Like, normally I listen to, um, normally I don't really care what the artist does. Like, if your music mm -hmm. is good, like, that's really all I care about. I don't care about, like, what you do with your life or whatever. Like, do whatever you want to do. Um, but mm -hmm. he has been a huge inspiration for me. His album, um, Blue Neighborhood, was, like, a really big, like, I, yeah. I love the suburbia thing, like you said. Like, it helped me like deal with like coming out and all sorts of things like and that's just like that speaks to the power of music and he was one right. of those bit like he was one of the first um youtubers to do that want to make one of those coming out videos that went viral oh really yeah choice of honors yeah um and so that's kind of like where he got like this big like he kind of like exploded it got like millions of views um and oh, wow. it, back then it was like a huge deal like growing up as a gay person like back in like this was like 20 I don't know, like 13 around that time. Yeah, like that's what I was going to say. Yeah, to even see another person like go out publicly and like say like I'm gay or whatever um, and then like have this million, like millions of like positive response and stuff was like huge. Like it was like amazing. Um, I remember so, that because like, I watched a lot of YouTube in middle, like that was when I was in middle school and that was like Connor Maynard too. Like those guys were all um, yeah. in the YouTube yeah yeah a lot of stars amazing. came from youtube uh a lot of stars came from vine too like sean mendez is from vine mm -hmm. right so it's like yeah. um like use whatever if you're a rising artist use whatever platform you can like tiktok right now like a lot of people compare it to vine it's a little bit different from vine but like mm -hmm. you can get huge on tiktok like especially music you know um so just, i struggle i struggle with that because i think it's like it's true it the it's factual that artists have come up from youtube from vine mm -hmm. from tiktok already mm -hmm. and and for me it's been so hard because people always say use those platforms you know start a youtube channel do this make tiktoks every day do three tiktoks a day blah, blah, blah. and like for me that's caused so much stress because i'm like oh. Dude, the way that i and i'm not to say that you're doing that at all that's no, not no. that's not yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah. i just think like yeah the way that I want to come up or be successful is like, yo, did you hear that Eleanor Kingston record? Did you see her talking about why she made it? That's so sick. Right. Versus like, oh, she's, you know, she made a TikTok. She's cute. She's this, she's whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and that's why I struggle with it because, you know, I'll have a good idea for a TikTok and then I'm like, wait, do I even want this to go viral? Do I even want to be like, making a dance and then it's like blows up and then i'm like hey buy and stream and no one takes mm -hmm. it seriously and suddenly mm -hmm. i'm that girl from tiktok and and right. so i think that there's that balance and i'm still trying to navigate i'm still an artist trying to navigate that balance that no one talks about like everyone's just like do it do this do right, this do, right, don't do right. that don't do that it's like ah right, like right there's a lot of people giving they're shouting their opinions at you as to like what you should or want need to do and it can get hard um, right which is well, totally not what you were doing i just like to know yeah, yeah. that point because yeah. so many people you know do that every day 
Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's hard. I, I get what you're saying. I feel you. Um, well, like, even just, like, posting, like, a short, like, stripped-down version of you, like, doing a song. Yeah, like, that's what we're that, I would on. love to hear. I would love to hear you just, like, like you know, singing, like, you know, just a song, like, a stripped-down version of, of yeah. like, one of your songs. That'd be really cool. Like, I'd, like, watch this and be like, oh, like, this is so cool. Like, I love this. Like, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, whatever, you, what you're doing now is working for you. So like, keep, like, keep <laughs> at it. Like Thank you. you're, you're already really successful. And Thank I think you. that's awesome. Thank that's you so really much. Inspirational. Um, do you have, I, I always ask this, but do you have any like advice for anybody, any other rising artists that are coming up? Like they're just writing their first song or they just are releasing a song or whatever, like things you would tell them. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes along the lines of what we actually just spoke about, which is don't listen to fucking anybody. You know, like, you know it, you know in yourself how much your dream means to you. And trust me, it does not mean as much to anybody as it means to you. Meaning, would you put that dream that means so much to you that you would die for in anybody else's hands, even if they told you they knew how to do it for you, you probably wouldn't. You would spend all the time you could to make sure that you could do it for yourself. And I've had falling out with people who have tried to be my manager. I've had people who have tried to take advantage of me because I'm a girl. I've had people who have stolen my money. I've had people who (laughs) have said that they would get me somewhere and absolutely didn't. I've had people try to scam me and my family. I've had people tell me, no, you'll never do this. You know, I've had people say, oh, I can help you take your lyrics or you're this to the next level. And it's like, at the end of the day, I didn't get anywhere when I was focused on that. Where When I got somewhere was when I was like, no, I'm going to learn how to market myself. I'm going to learn how to distribute myself. I'm going to learn how to manage my own self. And we're going to get there. And Good for that's, you. That's the only advice that I have to anybody is like, get there, tread lightly, trust lightly. And when you do let somebody into your, your team, when you make that decision, let them in, let them help you at that point but let them get there let them earn that trust and you know do you be authentic original and don't do shit just because anybody tells you to do it i promise you will not blow up that's my promise yeah you got it people we can people can tell when you're not being genuine yeah like there's something about human nature we have like a sixth sense we can tell when someone's not genuine and when they're being real like and people like it like (laughs) People like real that's like not perfect or shitty or like flawed more mm-hmm. than they like fake that's perfect. 100%. You know, like if you can just be real and be like, hey, like I'm learning, like even like even with this podcast, like, OK, like I've I in sometimes in my head, I get in my head and I'm like, whatever I'm saying right now, like there's different parts of me that I want to hold back and there's different parts of me that I want to show because what's being recorded is going to like be out there forever. And so I get in my head and I'm like, Oh, like it it makes me nervous. And there's like a learning Mm -hmm. process for me. Um, but part of what I'm learning is communicating like the authentic version of myself. And I've already like in that process, I've only done like a few episodes. Um, I've gone back and listened. I'm like, why did I say that? Like, why did I say that that way? Or, oh, I could have said this better. I could have done that better. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I'm sure that's happened to you when you're like writing music or whatever and you listen to it again and you're like, 
oh, I could have done this or I could have done that or or like whatever. Yeah. I've ha- that's happened to me a few times recording this podcast, but that's just, <laughs> that's just anxiety, you know? Like you're like, yeah. oh my God, did I talk for too long? Did I say, why did I say that? That made no right. sense. Why am I saying like so much? Suddenly, you know, yeah. I'm sounding like a nagging teacher in my own head. Um, that's that's a California thing, saying like a lot. Yeah, we say like we yeah. say like a lot. We do, we do, and <laughs> I I wish people would just accept that because people, you know, it's, you sound dumb. You sound it's literally a part of our speech pattern. It I just know, feels it is. like it. Uh, we're, we're very kind of like chill and like laid back. Our words are kind of like very yeah. flowy. So they just jumble together sometimes. We don't make sense. We just say yeah. stuff. We zone <laughs> out. Like that's just it. And I can't. I'm tired of apologizing for it or trying to filter it. Like yeah, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. No, but I love that. I think you're absolutely right. Like you just got to be you. Like don't listen to other people's opinions. You know. And that sounds so basic, but like it's true because even if you do blow up for something that someone got you or you, if you, if your career does not go the way you want it, I want that, I'll say it for myself. If my career does not go the way I want it, I want it on my grave, nobody else's. Mm -hmm. I want nobody else. I want there to be zero people to blame but myself. So it's like, do you get to the top as you? And honestly, in that way, you can never fail because you did everything that you needed to do and you acted how you needed to act to be happy. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fuck up and be like, hey, like, yeah, like I fucked up or I could have done that better. But like, you know, that's the best I could do at the time. And I'm constantly learning. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we just got to be patient with each other. Like we're all learning. Like, we're mm-hmm. all, like, nobody understands life. Like, nobody understands no. what the fuck this is, what's going on. Like, yeah. we're, we're, we're just, like, we're, like, out of the hundreds of trillions of stars and galaxies and whatever that exist in the world, like, we're the only life that exists. Like, human beings are the only species that is, like, conscious and, and as advanced as we are. And, like, nobody knows what the fuck yeah. is going on. Well, and especially like, when coronavirus happened, everyone just uh, looked at each other, like, what now you know what now? <laughs> that just proves nobody knows literally nobody um, yeah yeah it's like weird so i was at the store like people are like this is the new normal now mm-hmm. like going out and wearing masks and stuff and i'm just like okay this like we've got to get through this like whatever because mm-hmm. this cannot be the new normal because mm-hmm. i am out at the store and i'm interacting with these people at the grocery store and I cannot see what is on your fucking face. Like yeah. I did something, like I picked up something, like I went by to pick up something and, and I smiled so that like she knew I was friendly or whatever. But yeah. then I realized she, she couldn't see me smiling. And so then I'm like, oh great, now you think I'm like some weird like yeah, fucking true. like serial killer or whatever, like trying to get up in your space. And it's like, no, like. Yeah. It's. Mm. No, it's true. Even I, I had a, I was walking out of the grocery store sipping a, uh, I think it was a Starbucks that they had inside and I went down the wrong pipe and so I started coughing because it was oh, in no. the wrong and everybody everybody looked at me like I was a terrorist <laughs> because I was coughing and I didn't you know I had taken my mask off to drink a sip and I'm coughing and everyone's this person has corona and she's a jerk and she's just out getting Starbucks with corona and you know get her get her put her in jail <laughs> put her in jail <laughs> no i saw a tweet somebody 
someone tweeted yesterday it was trending um this girl was like we go to this whole foods every day did you see that no this girl's like we go to this whole foods every day and now suddenly we have to wear a mask and everyone's like who the heck goes to whole foods every day (laughs) you are bougie and rich i don't know people love their whole foods you know they they love their whole foods those bougie (laughs) people (laughs) like i love my trader joe's oh yeah trader joe's trader joe's is amazing um yeah like i'm so i we don't know what we're doing like human beings we're crazy we're we're fucked up we make mistakes like we're all learning together so just be patient with people like i like to there's a balance between assuming positive intent and not being naive like you were saying earlier like you know understand that people uh like don't be too trusting like overly trusting with people because like there's there are people out there. like i think people given the opportunity are good like i think most people will do the right thing but there are some fuckers out there that yeah. will like hurt you like and they don't give a fuck like yeah. they are totally self-centered right and they will do things that you couldn't even imagine and so you just got to look out for those people like you just got to yeah. be you got to be ready for those people understand that they exist um and sometimes it takes like experiencing that a little bit like for me that that i've gone through that like you just got to experience somebody like fucking up fucking you up or whatever and then you're like okay now i'm never going to have let that happen again like now i know what it is so yeah um but yeah Okay. That's true. Um, it's all truthful. You gotta just um, do you. <laughs> do and if you. you don't take our advice because we just told you not to listen to anybody, then that's fair <laughs> enough. Honestly, you're yeah. right. You're probably right. <laughs> well, like the do you thing and like be authentic, like be genuine, like find your truth, like la la la. Like it sounds really cliche, but the thing is, is it's a cliche for a reason. Because people mm-hmm. have repeated it so many times that, like, there's a reason they've repeated it so many times, but it's easier said than done. Like, totally. to actually, like, create something, like, whether it's an Instagram post or a song or a podcast or whatever, put it out there and be able to be, like, ignore the chatter, like, ignore the opinions that come flying at you mm-hmm. is hard. Like, it's hard as fuck. Yeah. Like and and some of those things like they go under your skin and like you find yourself like thinking about them later in your mind. You know? But yeah. it's like, nope, I'm not going to do that. We're just Well, gonna... I think I think that's just a side effect of anxiety. You know, it's what anxiety is and I've had that I've had crippling anxiety since I was a kid because you know that mm. it it is it does it runs in families. It does. It's yeah. it's it's tough but like it's just one of those things where i feel as though people who really change the world fundamentally are never comfortable Mm. and in a way you know a lot of the people you look out throughout history who had a lasting impact where their name will never be remembered they were never okay they always itched never forgotten you mean no, like they were never, yeah, like the people you'll never forget right. are people who 
had anxiety or had mm-hmm. mental problems or who really like mm-hmm. analyzed everything around them all the time and never sat right. complacent. And when they achieved one goal, they were like, okay, what's next? It was never, oh, thanks for this. I'm great. I'm the best. It was always, right. how can I improve? What can I change? What can what can be different? And they were never comfortable either with themselves or like the world around them. Right. And I think that, you know, it's kind of weird and sad to say, but I feel like in a way I never will be either. And that's okay. It never will like, be what? Completely okay. Even mm. if I won a Grammy, I'd be like, what's next? When can right. I win the next one? Or when will people forget me? Or when I just feel like I'll always have that anxiety. Yeah. And that'll push me to be better every day right. and to make music that's timeless and, right. and to change the world and to alleviate other people of their anxiety so that they don't have to go through what I grow through. Um, right. No, I love that. Like, I really love that because like, look, we are all fucked up in our own way. We've got our own baggage. We have some, we have our own things that we've all been through. Right. That like affected us in some type of way or were born into like lucky situations or unlucky situations, like genetics, like everything like that. There's so much outside of your control in terms of what happens to you and the situation that you're in, but you are always in control of how you react to it and what you do with it. Like, see, like, what I love about what you just said is you're like, okay, so I've got this anxiety, like, I've got this thing, but, like, I'm going to turn that into a positive because that means that I'm always going to keep working, like, no matter what happens. Like, that's the drive for you, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's awesome. Like, you've turned that around completely. I think that's, like, amazing, like, really awesome. So. You too. Doing the same thing. We're all doing it. Thanks. Yeah. In our own way. While doing it our own way. Um, yeah. Okay, so um, I think it's time we're going to wrap it up. Um, Perfect. I actually really loved talking to you. I think it was super interesting. Yeah, um, thank you for having me on the, on the show. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for coming. Um, I cannot wait for your new single in June. I cannot wait for your new EP. I cannot wait for your new music video. Um, yeah, I've been following you for this time, and it's cool to see stuff come out. <laughs> Uh, you've been and, here. Yeah, I've been yeah, here. Yeah, you've been here good. for the long haul. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there's people that are, have been here for a lot longer than me. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, well, I will... Yeah, um, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. I'm, yeah. excited to, I'm excited to hear it. You're welcome. Yeah, I'll put it out and... You can listen to it and be like, oh, my God, that's me. And you can like oh pick God, apart all of like the I stuff. Why did I say this? What did I do? Like, I do the same thing. Don't worry. It's fine. This is what We're I will do. <laughs> <laughs> We're human you guys beings. can okay. judge me as well while you listen. <laughs> Go ahead and judge me. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, Eleanor. Thank you. you. Have a good day. Have a great Bye. day. Be safe. Bye.